0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, vlogs such as 5 Minutes with a G, The Straight Shoot in View, Coaching with JBK, Audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify, Mixcloud and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and our official website www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat The pitch is where we sleep and the pitch is where we talk I can see you now I can see you now and there. I can see you now Welcome to Coaching with JBK welcome, welcome, it is yours truly JBK with the host for the most and bringing to you the live Match scores from this week. So we will start with Wednesday, the second of uh, of March, and also bring in one result that definitely needs speaking about, and that is the Conti Cup League final. So starting off, we'll go with Aston Villa versus Everton, and this was a game during the week, which was a Wednesday evening. Aston Villa nil, Everton one, managing to get the goal managerless. Well, not necessarily managerless, but still have the capabilities of finding a manager on the sidelines. Everton with a goal in the 80th minute with 10 minutes to go. They managed to find the goal against Aston Villa. What a time to get the the goal and possibly a result that they really, really needed. Um, you go through that and you kind of think, you know what, with everything that they've been through this season and with the current merit managerial changes, it'll be an interesting one to see where they end up this season because as of next season, when I've looked at past transgressions with other clubs, mainly Liverpool, Town, and of course Burnley this season, um, Birmingham City, sorry, They have had a tumultuous time in terms of a switch of manager the season before and then a manager switch in the season that they've been relegated. So let's see what happens. That was the first game of this week. And we'll just move on to the next one. Well done to Everton. Getting their form back on on track. Arsenal 4, Reading 0. So all of Reading's good work. Has been undone. Not good for Redden, And you know why that is? Because it's now a case of, yes, they've done well in the first part of the season. And they did well in the, in the middle half of the season. But now are they starting to drop off to the point where they're not even going to be in the mid-card pack? What's going to happen there? I know there's only 12 teams, but you could still finish ninth and out of those positions completely. We move on, oh no, let's talk about it, let's talk about it just a little bit, so the first goal was scored by Minamar on the 22nd minute, McCabe with a goal two minutes later and then Williamson with a goal in the 34th minute to round off the scoring in the first half and then we move on to Denius, who got her second goal in the 72nd minute, so it means that Arsenal run Run a good score against Reading, 4-0. Probably not always helpful in the sense of Reading wanting to find themselves a bit more closer to the top five rather than the bottom two, but they're in a good position. They are in a good position. They've done well in the mid part of the season and it means that they've got a good a strong stronghold on the mid part, uh, the mid cards of of a uh, of football in the mid table but the last thing you want is to be losing game after game going into the final part of the season especially between april and may we move on finally we move on and we come to this weekend the first game manchester united 4 leicester city 0 what a game this was! Because if you think about it, there were times where Leicester City could have had had chances and didn't really take them, but with Manchester United really overpowering Manchester uh, Leicester City, it meant that the result was going to be inevitable, and therefore brought the result that need that was needed for not only not only Manchester United but also for a WSL third place. Finish over the weekend with Chelsea and Leicester City not uh, Manchester City not playing this weekend. It meant that Manchester uh, Manchester United could really put a position on the table for themselves, really cement themselves in the top three position again. But they've done it. Well done to Manchester United. The goal scorers for this was Thomas in the 16th minute, Russo in the 30th, and Zellum with a goal. In the 59th and his 63rd minute. Well done to Manchester United. Another result for them this weekend. We move on to today's games. Arsenal 4, Birmingham City 2. Now watching this game, it was almost a case of it was it was easy for, for Arsenal. It was easy for Arsenal um, in the first half. But for some reason they went from easy to sloppy after they scored their third goal. So Raphael with her first goal in the in the in the WSL um in the fourteenth minute. Midamar with her goal in the thirty first. And then Beth Mead with a goal in the seventy first. Now the changes really made a difference because it meant that Arsenal didn't start to didn't continue the tempo. They didn't also continue playing forward football. They basically tried to keep ball as much as possible. And Birmingham City saw a chance and they started to take it. Their first coming in the 76th minute from a free kick that Smith was able to turn in. Um, Another Arsenal mistake. And I look at this and I think, well, it would have been more nicer if Arsenal had won 4-0 than if they had only won 4-2. If you look at how it's ended between the two teams in the best part of two months, Arsenal have only have scored as many goals as Birmingham City has, and Birmingham City are at the bottom of the table. So four goals each. When you look at it that way, you think, well, have Arsenal really put Birmingham City to the sword? No. The answer is no to that. Lucy Quinn, former Arsenal legends. Arsenal legend, former player. Managing to get a goal in the 82nd minute. And then finally, Caitlin Ford with a goal in the 92nd to relax Arsenal's nerves. Should it have been that way? No, because before that, Birmingham City were neither in the game nor in sight. But because they had their chances and because they started taking their chances in the right place, they got their goal right at the end there. But it is what it is and you just kind of roll on to the next game. Reading versus Spurs and unfortunately this ended as a nil-nil so on possession Spurs had more of the possession they had more of the shots not just on target but overall and they had more possession in terms of corners so when you look at where redden's performance was during the week you think well that's probably because they wanted to shut up shop as much as possible and not concede like they have been for the best part of about a month or so brighton were the worst their worst result in in my opinion um because of the because of the performance as well they lost 4-1 there and then you go to Arsenal and you lose 4-0 as well and you think well i need to kind of make sure that i'm still in the game as much as possible so they managed to cancel out spurs And they managed to get the win where uh, they managed to get a draw where needed to get a point on the board rather than lose a game. Managed to get a point on the board. So it means that they might stay within that middle pack. But I think for Reading, it's now time to kind of let's see where we're at and maybe start shifting the needle to challenge maybe the top five and possibly get a place there. Next result going in. And we are going to talk about the Women's Conti Cup Final. So, with that, and we all know what the scores was, if you were watching, it was Chelsea 1, Manchester City 3. Now, just to give a bit of context on this, I missed the first half. I missed the first half due to work and... It's a it's a shame that I missed the first half because I believe something tactically has been very evident for the past I think two months to the point where now we're about to see the evolution of maybe the back four and possibly maybe a back five. We're gonna see the evolution of one of those two. Now the reason the reason why I say this is Manchester City basically won the game where Chelsea normally play a 3-4-3. Um, it wasn't evident today, I think, with, or on, on Saturday, which the game was on Saturday, the 5th of March. They didn't have their two uh, supposed strikers um, going forward, which was Sam Kerr and, um, and Frank Kirby. It was Penilla Harder and Sam Kerr, which both are, have a specific style that unfortunately didn't complement each other on the day. Um, Sam Kerr getting the goal in the 34th minute didn't necessarily control the game as what Emma Hayes had said at the end of the game and within four minutes of the second half restarting Caroline Weir with the first of her two goals with first of her two goals in, in a 20-minute spill so they'd managed to get a goal then Ellen White with basically a tap-in from a corner where Lucy Bruns had headed it had flicked it back on into, into the keeper. Keeper had um No, sorry, that wasn't the goal. So, let me just get this right. Shot was taken by Lauren Hemp, which the keeper had parried, and Ellen White had managed to flick on where she was ready for the ball to um to be on a rebound. Caroline Weir had her shot in the back of the net where a flick on had come across um across the box. It got brought back out towards her and she's just going to rifle it as best as possible. Now, when we look at that and you look at the amount of chances that Manchester City actually had in the second half, it could have actually been worse. And that's the real problem for a team like Chelsea because you kind of think, okay, well, against teams that don't necessarily dominate the ball or do necessarily dominate the ball, you've got to try and put some chances away at some point. You've got to have a different outlet, where it's literally been the three-five-two that's been working, or a three-four-one-two, or, or three-four-three, three or whatever. The back three were exposed against against Manchester City, and I've mentioned this before in earlier podcasts, in earlier vlogs. Watch out for Manchester City because once they get their full accompaniment of players you're going to see a roaring Manchester City side. The fact that they've gone and won a game against a team that beat them literally two weeks ago 2-1 should tell you exactly where they're at as a a team. Probably might have been a little bit longer than that, but I believe it was two weeks ago. Um, But well done to Manchester City, ending Chelsea's very strong hold on all of the domestic titles managing to get themselves a goal right at this at in the start of the second half and then basically ellen white with the second one and then caroline weir with her second and ultimately manchester city's third which won the game manchester city basically controlled the game from there on out chelsea didn't really have too many chances they had one one or two where if they had crept in different type of uh, different type of game but overall it was all about Chelsea and, and where they were, it's all about Manchester City and what they were going to do with the ball. They did bring on more um, substitutions, but again, it didn't really make a difference because they didn't really have to do much with the ball. They just played it where they needed to and kept the ball as best as possible. Um, and I believe that was the Manchester City way, not just from the men, but also from the women's side, showing that philosophy throughout the club that really works for the, um, for the team. So well done to Manchester City for getting the result. And the scoreline suggests that they deserved it overall. We do move on. And the reason why we move on is because we've got to go into the women's championship. Oh, my. Oh, my. So for this one, very simple. Very simple on this one. The reason why we're going into this one and the reason why we're, we're definitely uh, thinking about it is because it's possibly that it's going to be all over in terms of the table, but it's not evidently clear. It's not evidently clear. So the game on the Saturday was Watford 0 Sheffield United 4 and what a game this is because it did make a difference to the table on, um, at the end. Sheffield united getting all all four goals, Sweetman Kirk in the twelfth minute, Lord Mears with a goal in the fortieth minute, five minutes from half time an own goal in the forty seventh minute followed up by a goal literally four minutes after that. the scoring was ended, and it's almost a case of well what's happened to to Watford essentially, I'm not sure what's happened to Watford Dave. Had their chances. They've not necessarily put them away, but now they're now they're losing four nil, and they haven't won a game for for a long time. And there's here's where I'm going to make it very, very interesting. So, the game on Sunday, the sixth of March, Crystal Palace nil, what Coventry United, one. Crystal Palace Nil Coventry United 1. Now we all know what has happened to Coventry United in the past few months and they've made a difference in going forward. They've also got they've also managed to find them to bag themselves a quarter final position against Arsenal, which is another thing in the FA Cup that they can be happy about. But but we move on. And we move on and we're not direct digressing. Their goal came in the 67th minute. From Wilkinson. Wilkinson getting her goal in the 67th minute. Which gave 10 player Crystal Palace a loss. And earned Creventry United a win. Which they so richly will need. So richly will need going into their relegation fight. That means there is... A little bit of pressure on Watford, not too much despite the overall standings from uh, from Coventry United in terms of where this, their results are and how much points they were deducted for going into administration, but you don't know. From now till the end of the season, it is a draw for the ages. Any person that Coventry United faces will face a resurgent team that is looking for points and trying to get themselves into a position that historically has never been done. Never been done. So, we move on. We move on. And the next result that we're coming with is Blackburn Rovers 1, Durham FC 2. Big result here for Blackburn Rovers and Durham FC you can easily cut the tension with a knife in this one because if you look at it, it's Lancashire and Cumbria, to, or Durham, I should say. The counties of Durham and uh, Lancashire, and you know that it's a very short journey if you're um, from either of those times, those those areas. It's not a short journey, but it's a short enough. It's a shorter jo- journey from here to maybe Watford um which is which is difficult for a lot of teams and you know that it's going to be a long journey all the way down But you've got to get you got to get with the times man you've got to get with the times got to enjoy it as much as possible and if you can come home with three points as well it makes the journey even more sweeter as well so the result between blackburn rovers and durham fc is 2-1 to durham First goal in the 30th minute by Hardy for Durham FC. Then there was an equalizer by Blanchard for um for Blackburn Rovers in the 51st minute and then Jupi Adu- in the 64th minute scoring I hope I've spelled that right I hope I've said that right cor- um correctly so apologies if I haven't. Adupi with the goal in the 64th minute. All the goals were scored with about Just over 25 minutes to go. But you know that this is a big game for both teams because they're really trying to push to get into that WSL League, that Women's Super League. We move on to our next result. Lewis, nil, Bristol City, three. Tough result for Lewis um, in the current form that they they were in. They were getting the results where they needed to. But Bristol City came through and their goals came in the second half. Morgan with her first in the 67th minute, with the second one coming in the 81st and the final result, uh, the final goal, sorry, coming in the 91st minute. Well done to Bristol City. It means that they've got another, another goal on the table that they can use and manifest themselves into points. And also make sure that they're more closer to the top of the table. Going into the next one. We know what was coming. We know what is coming. As Liverpool are on a very good run. They now find themselves drawing. Having a little blip. Shall we say? Um, I'm not going to really call it a blip. They got themselves a goal. London City Linus has got themselves a goal. It doesn't mean that. Liverpool have lost the game. It just means that they're not going to be running away with the title just yet. Stengel with a goal in the 27th minute to give Liverpool the lead, but none with a goal in the 53rd minute to equalise for London City Lionesses. And you can only imagine what that type of game is for London City Lionesses throughout, where you know what, they're making a lot of challenges to keep Liverpool away from the goal as best as possible. And it probably works. Well, not probably, it did. It did. For a long time, you're just basically holding on and hoping that the worst doesn't happen. And it didn't. So, well done to Liverpool, well done to London City Lionesses for getting the result that they did. And we are going to our final result of the weekend from the FA Women's Championship. And it is Sunderland 2, Charlton Athletic 0. What a game this is, because if you look at it, the goals are scored in the second half. Changes probably were made um, prior to this. And as they were, oh, they weren't. No changes were made prior to this. One team had basically come out, all guns blazing. You know what, we need to get a goal. 15 minutes after the break had um, finished. Heron with a goal in the 60th minute. And then her second goal. Is a penalty in a 91st to round off the scoring for Sunderland, which means that they go home with the points. It's a very short trip for them, but it's a very long, tough trip for Charlton. Now, something that I don't do normally and something that I try to try to keep off, I'm going to look at the results and the tables, the tables for this uh, for this week. So with Arsenal played playing 16 games. Chelsea have three games in hand. But there is almost a 10-point gap between the two teams. So can Chelsea pick up the results where needed to finalize a position of strength in this title race? If they can win all three, we are back in a title race here. Just In a position where you can kind of go, yes, let's get this title race on. We also look at the bottom half of the table. Birmingham City, basically eight points off the top. Just like, uh, eight points off off of um, 11th place, sorry. Just like Arsenal are eight points above Chelsea. Can Birmingham City take a little bit of hope into their next game to basically get a win? And to keep their hopes alive of staying up. If not, then there was a possibility that this was the game for them just to get a result in, and they didn't do it. They did not do it. And for the results coming up, the first of many will be West Ham United versus Chelsea in the Premier League. Then you've got Reading versus Manchester United. On the weekend, on the Saturday, which is 11.30 kickoff. Then you've got a Everton versus Leicester City at 5.30, also on the Saturday. Moving on, Tottenham Hotspurs against Manchester City. We all know what happened at the start of the season. Manchester City basically being robbed of a result against Tottenham Hotspurs. But in the end, it hasn't really made a difference to Manchester City. Chelsea against Aston Villa on the 13th. And also Birmingham City versus West Ham United. Followed by Brighton Hove Albion versus Arsenal at 6.45. You never know. There's going to be some big games there that you you could possibly shake a lot lot down to. And possibly there will be results that need to be had. If you're looking at the top of the table, if Arsenal do not beat um, Brighton... And Chelsea go and win their game against Aston Villa. It's no longer 8 points. It is now 5. Which means that they really need to keep up the pressure of winning games as much as possible. We move on to the other league table. The other league table and then other results coming up. And those are very much so in the championship. The next results coming through... Is on Sunday the thirteenth of March. It is Durham versus Coventry United, Sheffield United against Leicester City. Durham being the uh, Durham being the the twelve o'clock kickoff. Sheffield United against Leicester, London City Lionesses being a two two p.m. kickoff, along with Lewis against Crystal Palace, Charlton Athletic against, against Liverpool, Blackburn Rovers against Sunderland, and also. A three PM kickoff between Bristol City and Watford. So when we look at this when we look at those games, how will they affect the table? Well, Liverpool, having played sixteen, are now seven points ahead of Bristol City. So can Bristol City get themselves back into it or will it just be Liverpool's Liverpool trophy in the next few weeks? London City Lioness is also up there. They could take um take second place, but with teams about around them literally being a point. So between themselves, London City Lionesses, Durham FC, Charton Athletic, and Crystal Palace, they're all on a point between each other. 27, 27, 28, and 29. You never know what could happen from this. Again, Sheffield United getting a win against Watford this weekend has probably helped them a little bit more to stay away from the bottom three. But it is what it is. And like as I said, at the bottom of the table, it's Watford and Coventry City. Coventry United. Coventry United. I apologise. I'm really going to say that really with emphasis now. Coventry United. Coventry United with this. If they can get another result then they are in a position where they can really fight for relegation here. And the fact that they're on the same amount of um, games played means that they could possibly just move above Watford's with about three games. If they can get the results the right way, then yes. If not, it's going to take a lot to, to get back. A lot to get back. But every game, as they say, doesn't matter whether you're, where, where you are in the table, will possibly at this point of the season, become a cup final, every game. So, I've spoken a lot and it's been a pleasure to bring all of the results to you. Please get yourself down to a game as much as possible. Well done to Manchester City for getting their result this season and good luck to everybody in the FA Cup still going strong. Going forward, you know what's coming. It's a lot of games going forward between now until May where we've also got the Women's FA Cup quarter-final, and four of those teams, well, four of those teams are still in the, well, five of those teams are still in the the cup from the WSL, and two of those teams are just a little lower. Coventry United and Ipswich Town. Ipswich Town are playing West Ham United, Manchester City against Everton, Arsenal against Coventry United, and Chelsea against Birmingham City. Just moving it on, you've also got, championship um, games the WSL games and you know that there's going to be some big games coming through so please get yourself down to any game you can and you know what there is a London derby coming up that you really want to see a North London derby Arsenal Spurs the result the other way was a 1-1 draw which Spurs could have actually won it but it was a goal in the last last minutes from Arsenal that made sure that point was taken from that game so please do get yourself down to watching the game and also go and support your local clubs as much as possible you never know, it's going to be a big big rule if you can for the WL, and not only that, the championship and not only that, women's football in general please do get down and watch as much as possible yours truly has been speaking, JBK is signing off Peace. Join the Pitch Talk revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com